0: So everyone, that's Chazer, what we learned this past week. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners and viewers from Torah time as well as from the podcast. So we learned this past week, the halachas of Dvarim and Machmas Asuda, and the halachas of Mokim from Kuf Ayin Zayin, Sif Aleph, or Beis, Sif Aleph, all the way through Simon Kuf Ayin Ches, in the middle of Sif Beis. So, to discuss the halachas of Dvarim Hanoigin, Dvarim Haba, Machmas Asuda at the end of Simon Kuf Ayin Zayin, the Mishnabruah has a kitzer Kitra Paris haba suda, The kitra of the is the fruits that come during the suda. Fruits are the prime example of things that are not ba machmas suda. And the Gemara says foods that come machmas they're there the laface behemes apas. That there there are things that are eaten together with bread like main dishes like main dishes side dishes meat chicken cheese these types of things they don't get a bracha during the suda. The bracha of maitsi works for them also. However Paris fruits which are not ba machmas suda. Fruits, they're, they're more the kinuach, they're enjoyable, they're latinic, they're pleasurable. They're not the main part of the meal. These things, we would make a bracha on them if they come during the suda. So, I'm reading the end of Kufa in Zion just as a platform to discuss the halachas. If you eat the fruit together with bread, So, if you're going to eat the fruit together with a piece of challah, that's not going to need a bracha regardless because it's tough to bread. Like garaf meani a tofel. When you're eating it together with the ikur, and then you have an icar and a toffle, you go with the ikur, and the bread is the ikur, and you don't make a bracha on the fruit. Even if you didn't have it in mind when you made the bracha of then you're going to eat fruit together with the challah. Still, you don't make a bracha. What if you eat it without bread? And If you're eating plain a, a, an apple during the suda, it's pasha. You have to make a bracha rishaina even if they're cooked, asuda even if you have kampo, which is cooked fruits, it's not ba'amachmasa asuda. it's di'amachimach ba'alma, it's just for pleasure, and that would get a bracha yushayna during the suda, but not a bracha ha'chorena, we rely on a benching to pater it from bracha ha'chorena. What if you want to eat some of it with bread, and some without bread? So that's a machlek, as he says. The what should you do? Eat a little, eat a little bit without bread. Make a bracha barapriah eight, and then you can eat whatever you want with bread, without bread. Because if you're going to eat some of it with bread, let's say the beginning and the end, it's a shayla. If not to so push it to be same on that, the we want to avoid such a shayla of eating the first bite with bread and the last bite with bread. Therefore, you should make a, a, a priya, eats and don't eat it with bread, and then you can eat it wherever you would like. And this halacha, that you should not rely on eating the first bite with bread and the last bite with bread, we did say an exception to that. The exception was the fruit appetizers, where they'll serve in the suda as an appetizer, course, some fruit, fruit in a cup. So with here, there are svaras to say that maybe that should not require a bracha during the suda. Maybe to consider that, we had two svaras. The first svar was, that is, to what your appetite, the gaira taibas achila. And the Gaira Taivas HaAchila, we find that the mishaburah said in Kufay and Dalin with regards to yain Saraf, the schnapps, that the Magan Avram and the minigal elam is, not to make a bracha of because it's a Gaira Taivas HaMeichel. Even though a shot of schnapps is not Bomach HaSuda, it's not like a drink of water where when you eat, you need a drink. It's just pleasurable to drink that shot of schnapps. We don't, the minig is not to make a bracha, the Magan Avram says, the reason is because it's the Gaira achila is to whet your appetite. Mishabura over there said, it's to be better to make a shahaka before the suda, or if you make kiddish on wine to the hagguffin, if you had enough, if you had a mululukma of one and a half ounces, the haggufana on the wine will work for the schnapps. But the minig is, even if you don't make a bracha before the suda, we don't make a bracha shahakal on the schnapps during the suda. So perhaps that can be a tzushtel to the halacha of the fruit appetizers, which is the appetizer, to what your appetite, to eat the main, the main meal. So that would be a svarah not to make a bracha during the suda, to consider it ba machas suda Now, yeishchol come on that. First of all, because even there, by schnapps the wasn't the best. However, just to say that it's not the the best thing to do would, would not... Change the halachak, upon a you don't make a bracha shahakal, So, over here, also by fruit appetizers, we should not make a bracha. But the reason why it's not the best to sell, because over there in Kufay and Dalid, the Mishneburah gives examples of things that are there to whet your appetite that also would have this Svara of a gaira type of sa'achila. Mishneburah says, Lemonish maluchim, salty lemons, zais maliach, salty olives, or ugurkis maluchim, salty pickles, vakyatzbiza. It sounds like really salty foods that really get your get you going. These things are considered the Gaia Taibasahira or shard foods that are strong like, like a like a shot of yay for But just uh, some sweet fruit at the beginning of the meal, it may be difficult to consider that really to whet your appetite. And that would be the room to argue on this svara that we should consider the fruit appetizer like the yayin saraf and not eat the bracha techa sudha. The other svara to say not to make a bracha is someone to say that since it's one of the courses of the meal, in the main part of the meal, you start the meal and you have the appetizer, the, the soup, the main dish, this is all part of the main part of the meal, it would be considered bamach as already, and the, the Mechim to argue on that is mehecha At the end of the day, it's, if I were to eat some uh, candy, uh, in the beginning of the Suda, I would make a bracha on the candy, even though it's part of the main meal, just because I decided to eat candy then. And the argument back on that would be, well, at the end of the day, this is not just I decided to eat fruit. It became a normal, accepted thing to have part of a meal, fruit. So there's a svar to say that it's part of the meal, because it's a normal course of the meal, as far as to say it's not part of the meal, because you're just taking dessert and eating it in the beginning of the meal. So because it's a Suffolk, over here is a place where I heard from Rabbi Jacobowitz, would be a makam to eat the first bite with bread and the last bite with bread. And even though eating the first bite with bread and the last bite with bread is a shaila, over here we could be simchah on that, and that would be the best etzah. Or to make a shahah, make a barah per etzah on a piece of fruit before the suda, that would be the etzah. Otherwise, um, otherwise, if someone's not able to do that, I don't think it would be appropriate to make a bracha on the fruit appetizer because there's enough svaras to be lenient over here. And the best thing, again, the best thing is to eat the first and last bite with bread. That's regard with regard to the fruit to the fruit um, appetizers. The last thing the mission Brewer says over here, the suda say this is when your cavea suda on a main dish of meat or chicken, but if your whole suda is the fruits, then we could be Simon kind eating us some fruit in the beginning, and then that would be enough to say, um, and with bread in the beginning, eat your first bite of fruit with bread and that would be enough. Not such a common case, but if your main dish is fruit, eat the first bite of the fruit with the bread and that way it's ready, um, that would be enough to consider it. Tuffle to the bread. And the rest you can eat without the bread. That's with regards to fruit. Now we did have a discussion with regards to desserts. Bipashtus desserts do require a bracha. When it's a kisnin. we don't make a bracha unless it has all three sheets of a kisnin. That's a shir that we gave a long time ago that a kisnin is a suffix if it's bread. So outside that it's bread, you can't make a mesainas during the Suda because you already made Hamaiti on the past. Unless it has all three sheaths of a kisnin. then it's clearly not bread. Then you would make a bur a bracha The example that I always give is Napoleon cake or Napoleon pie. Someone at the shir did give me a problem with that, and he said Napoleon pie might not be um, all three shittas a of, of a which is not a discussion for now. But whatever the case would be, where you find something which is has all three sheetahs, there you would make a barim lemezaynis. There were those that were mafakhek, and they said that the Chavetz Chaim at the end of his life was choiser. And he held dessert became a regular course of the meal, similar to the Svar we said before about the fruit appetizers. And he did not make a bracha on desserts at the end of his life. Um, many say, he would have made a change in the Mishnah brura if he held the Mitzvah's change. And therefore the meaning by many is still to make a bracha on desserts, although there are some people that don't, and that's where it comes from. It comes from this Svar that desserts became a regular course of the meal, and the Chavetz Chaim himself, at the end of his life, according to some, he was chayzer from this svarah. But I heard it from Rebbe first, from Chicago, and I think he said it to shame Moshe. Either way, I heard this from Rebecobu to shame Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky and Rebelski that we do make brachas on desserts, and that was the what I heard, and that is what it says in the Mishnah Bura, not like this Mipia Shmua, not like this uh shmuel. People say the Khabaskay Muskhaez, Chayzer. rather we go with what it says, and it says that desserts are not Bamachasuda, and therefore we would make a bracha on desserts. There's a shmua from Remisha that Ramosha said not to make a bracha on ice cream or ices. And the way it's over is because it's ice cream and ice is it's just frozen liquid. Now, what exactly does that mean? I think the way I understand Ramiya's svara is that Ramesh is saying that what's the reason why we don't make a bracha on drink during a suda? We said in kufay and dalit because it's derech ha'olam is when you eat you need to drink. When someone eats something, they get thirsty and they drink. So mameila the drink is ba machmas suda. So, I think what Ramesh is saying is when someone eats, they get thirsty, and you can, you can either take a drink of a liquid or you can take an ices or an ice cream that will also satisfy your, your, your thirst and satiate your thirst and um, quench, quench your thirst. And Ramesh is saying that therefore it's just the same thing as someone who eats needs to drink, someone who eats needs to have ice cream or ices. So, that's Ramesh Svara. Many argue on that. But some, the or moshe what they'll do is, if you have ice cream or ices come for dessert, they'll bring some candy, make a shahakal on the candy, and that way, the their moshe you don't get involved in the Shiloh of whether or not to make a bracha on, uh, on uh, ice cream or ices. I also heard B'Shemir Shmuel Kavanatsky and uh, Rebelsky that we do make a bracha on ice cream and ices, and many people don't do that, but there are some, the Kavadur moshe that they'll take some candy that way to avoid the Shiloh. But that was, oh, one more Shiloh we discussed in Dvar M'Rabba Machmas so there was a whole discussion with regards to Dvarim habam Achara Suda They used to be before they would bench They would remove the table And bring out some food for after the Suda That's not Dvarim HaBom Suda And that requires a bracha And the bracha HaAchroinah And the Mechabra said It's not Matzei Beineinu We're not ruggle to, uh, to stop eating bread We're always Taich the Suda We're always eating bread When they would pull away the tables They stopped eating bread It'd be a different part of the Suda and we are not as formal like that, and therefore the halacha is not relevant to us, we're always teichasuda, and if Suda, and if it's not Bama HaSasuda, you'll make a bracha yishayna, but not a bracha achreina. Now, there are those that want to make, there are a I think, Our Vaznar makes a Shila and he says, if you had a khasna, they pull away the tables, then it would be considered this halacha of, Sima and Zayin, Sif, uh, base. and that's considered, an you would have to make a bracha and a bracha Ahreinah, on, those, on, on what happens at the end of that Suda. That's where our Osler held. Now many argued on that, and the reason is because the svara of moving away the tables, not just like a technical din, that if you move the tables, Suda's over, if you keep it there, it's not over. Rather, it's a simen. It's a simen that the Suda ended, and now we're eating foods after the Suda, for whatever reason why they would have this formality of eating foods after the Suda. When we move the tables, at the end of a chasna, it's just to make room for dancing it's for convenience reasons but the suda not over yet we're still teicha suda. We're, if you ask the person are you still during the meal? yeah we're still during the meal just now we're going to have dessert on the side because we move the tables similar idea to Arab Pesach if you eat at on one table move to a different table your chomets on this table then you go have the rest of your food on the other table you're not going to be considered a different suda it's the same suda for convenience reasons you move from here to here so that would not be considered Suda, and that would be considered regular Suda and that is how most are noyeh. And the svar is a very good svar because just because we move the tables doesn't mean that we ended the suda. It's just to make room for dancing. That was the end of Simon kufai and zayin kufai and chesed klaster alachas of dvarim Habom of Shine makim. So Shine makim. We started it. I'm going to skip the sheet of the mechaber b'derek klal. Maybe I'll mention it, but I'll try to focus in the Ramah so there are three different discussions that have to be had over here. First of all, what is a shin and makim Which means if someone wanted to be Mishana the Makim, change their place of eating, so would it be enough to go to a different room, corner the corner in one room? What about going outside? So that's one that needs to be discussed. Second shayla is which foods is the Halakha of shin makim applicable to? To all foods or maybe just certain foods? And the third child is, if you are Mishana you're playing your Malkaim, what's the Halacha? So with regards to the second two, that's fairly simple for now. The second two that was, uh, the first of the second two was, which foods is neged the Halacha of Shin and So that's Machleif, is so Machabra, and the Ramah. The Ramah says only foods which don't require a Bracha Ahreinah bin which means that you don't have to go back and make a Bracha Ahreinah, which means that by breads, there's no din of shin and by Amayitzi, by Bracha Shalish, ala Michia, ala and other Shiva Haminim over there we're going to discuss this week but according to the Mechaber there it applies to all foods but we'll focus on the, on the Ramal so the cases that we're talking about practical Halacha are let's say when you're eating fruits an apple which is not Shiva Haminim or if you're eating um, a bag of chips or a shahakal or a drink that's the more common classic case of Shinimokim the third chila was if you do change your place what's the Halacha so the Halacha is that when you come back to your new place, or if you're in a new place, you make a bracha rishaina, and you, then you make one bracha harina. when you finish going back on both. You don't need to make a bracha achrena first on your original eating, and now a new bracha rishaina. Rather, your bracha achrena, rather you just make a new, it, it's considered sort of like a hesychatas, and you make a new bracha rishaina, and that's all, and then you go make a bracha harina. at the end. For example, if someone take, took a drink of water, then he was Mishnah he comes back, or in his new place he wants to drink more water, you make a new bracha of tahakal, and then a burn of fush is going back on both of them. That's what happens if you are Mishnah Maqim. Now the real question is, okay, so what is considered a shini maqim? So to be considered a shini maqim, in one room is never a shini Malkim, even a very large ballroom, corner in the corner, not a makam at all. Mekhaida al means room to room in one house. So the way that Allah has brought down. Is that that can potentially be a shinimakim? It depends. If you had a mind to go room to room, it's not a shinimakim. And we spoke out from game, if it's normal to go room to room, let's say from the kitchen to the dining room or to the living room or upstairs to put your kids to sleep or downstairs, anywhere where it's normal to go room to room or in one building, that also would not be a shinimakim. That would not be considered cheder le cheder, and that would be fine. Now even if it's not normal to go there and you didn't have it in mind but you can see the other room where you started eating there it also would not be considered a shinimakim. The only way to have a shinimakim of cheder is if you do not have in mind to go there it's not normal to go there and you can't see your original place. Then it would be a shinimakim of cheder Then the halacha would be based on the beer halacha that we're not going to tell you to make a new bracha but le you shouldn't do that there are many that hold that is a shinimachim and I would require a new bracha and therefore you definitely shouldn't do that but if you did it but if you're not going to make a new bracha that's the beer Lacha says because there are other returns in the hold chedr l'chedr is not a malkin. so if you're eating in a dining room to go to the kitchen living room anywhere in the house is basically normal to go that would not be a problem you can go there but if you are let's say in a in an airport and you're going to go from one room to another room, which is not normal to go to, until so your gate was changed, last second gate changed, and it's all on the one roof, and you can't see your old gate, and you weren't planning on it, so that's where it would be a shinimaka, but you would not make a new bracha, because uh, at the end of the day, cheder le and then the one roof, we are not going to make a new bracha. Chachila, I guess, make a bracha, and chachila, try to finish your meal before you leave, I guess, um, because that is a shaila which we want to avoid if we can that's with regards to cheder the cheder. When it comes from biased going out of the house, so going out of the house, the way Mr. Brewer says it, even one step would be a shinimachim, one step out of the house, and there and so too in an apartment building, two apartments would also be considered um, biased to bias, house to house, one step out of the house, into the hallway, could already be a shinimachim. However, over here we spoke out from the Yaivitz and from the Yerach HaSholchan, that just going out for a moment, that would not be considered a shinimachim. It has to be that you go out for an extended period of time, or you get busy with something. The Aruch says even a half hour. Now, we're not saying on a full half hour, but the point is that if you went out to go do something short, not a big thing, to pick something up, to pick up the, the mail from the front lawn, from the mailbox, or you went out to make a quick phone call, you need the privacy, a quick phone call for two minutes, that's fine. Even if the phone call, this I heard from Rabbi Jacob, even if the phone call you went out it was supposed to be a two, three minute phone call and it ended up taking 15 minutes. That's still fine because that's not considered that you got busy with other things. It's not really a Shin and Makim. But if you look at Tchila went out for a 15 minute phone call, like an appointment, uh, a phone, phone appointment, you went out, that would be a problem of Sheen and Makim going out, out, of the, out of the house. So for example, the case that we spoke on this year was someone's drinking a coffee I drink the coffee over here, I'm in the house, or I'm in the shul, and then I decide to uh, go outside to make a phone call. So if it's a phone call which is going to take 15 minutes, and I know that, this is a sit-down phone call, I'm not sitting down, but that type of phone call, that's not the right thing to do because you're being mishana Makam and you want to continue drinking the coffee, it's problematic. But if you plan on just making a two-minute phone call, and even if it takes 15 minutes, that would be fine, that would not be considered a shina muck, you come back in to what you were eating, and you can eat the whole time. Now, that's with regards to how long. If someone has a back porch, a back porch we don't consider out of the house, we consider the porch as al l'chayda, and has the, all the regular halakhas of al l'chayda. A backyard that's fully closed in, that's already a shayla. It's a shayla, a fully closed in backyard. Some are leaning to consider a al l'chayda, and some consider it chutzle bayis. I don't have a good Akhira on that. And when it comes to um, going outside, So let's say I go outside and I'm going outside for a 15 minute phone call and I started eating an apple inside. I want to finish the apple. So if you can see the place where you started eating, it's a clear door and you can see inside and see in the window. That's a suffix, the mission brewer says, if that would be considered a shunyamakam. So also, best to avoid that. You say, listen, I'm going to go outside. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna have a 15 minute phone call, but I can still see my original place, you're worse off, because now you can't make a new bractuary china because it's not really a Shinimakam, it's not a Shinimakam because you can still see the original place. So that's the worst thing. You wanna for sure avoid going outside and being able to see where you were because then it would not be then it'd be a suffix if it's a Shin and We just pick up from Ramasha and if you have gum in your mouth or you have a candy in your mouth that's not going to be a Shinimakim, you can walk around, that's fine. If you are eating something continuously without taking a break of Teche de Dibur, that also would be fine according to Ramosha. Most people do take breaks of Teche de Dibur while they're eating those, so not such a practical heter. but Ramosha does say that. And we're going to discuss the halachas of a traveler, that will be this coming week. Someone who's traveling, the halachas will change for him. And we'll also discuss which foods are included in the halakha of Shunimakaim different food to Shabbos Aminim and alamicha, which we mentioned before. That will be this week and other halachas. And we'll stop here for now for our Chazar. Everyone should have a wonderful vach.